Is it music for the masses? Um, no. Hello and welcome to Isopod, the isolation podcast. After a uh, long hiatus, Jack and I are back and better than ever. It's October Somehow. 14th. And we have a lot of albums to talk about today, Jack. Ten of them. I think that is a new podcast record. So we will. But uh, we're get, we're gonna just swipe through them real quick. Oh yeah. Um. Of course. Yeah. Um. We will not be going over our playlist picks. We'll just let you listen to those because uh, we got a lot to say about these albums. It's been a, it's been a while since we last recorded, and um, I think that just has to do with our schedule conflicts at this point. We'll just attest to that. We'll just, you know, right. attribute and to laziness. That. But um, do check out our our playlist. We've been updating those, and there's some, been some really good picks on there. Uh, we'll link the weekly playlist and complete playlist in the episode notes. Uh, Jack, what are you listening to these days, dude? I'm uh, I'm all about um, 1975 recently. Um, oh, big surprise! <laughs> yeah. What what else is new? Yeah, I know. I I only say that I'm listening to like three different artists at a time, so um, no no surprises here. But yeah, I I've uh, been going through notes um, that dropped earlier this year. Of course, uh, I think I've I can honestly say that um, the album that they released in 2018 is by far my favorite 1975 album, the uh, the Brief Inquiry album. Um, that one. From top to bottom is, uh, I think it's just phenomenal. So, um, yeah, that and then um, uh, continuing to listen to Joji, which we'll we'll touch on later in the show. Uh, but if you haven't listened to Nectar, keep uh, you know you gotta gotta hit that up. Um, uh, Corey, what about you? This will this question will probably throw you off as it always does. No, I'm ready today. Ready. Um, I I go through these like phases where I get really into UK rap and uh this heady one release was was uh well timed for me because I'm I've been listening to a lot of London UK British little, rap little skepta a little slow tie uh that's right yeah fantastic uh outside of that at the coffee shop I've been putting on a lot of Sufian Sufian Stevens uh the age of ads is my new favorite album by him uh, I've been doing some kind of like funky psychedelic like sly in the family stone type stuff i've been getting more into stevie wonder um who actually just dropped two singles we were just talking about one of which which uh spoiler alert will be on the uh, playlist dropping tomorrow uh, with rhapsody busta corday and chica it's got another one with gary clark jr but uh good for stevie to i mean he's he's getting up there in age and he's still putting out some some quality tunes that's good that's good to see that's right. I think this might even be a lead up for a new album, which yeah. would be his first in a while, I feel like, unless I've, it ha- I, I don't know. Has to be, I would think. Has to be. Uh, let's jump right into the albums. Uh, the aforementioned Heady One dropped his quote unquote debut album. Uh, it's titled Edna. He's released a number of mixtapes before, um, kind of on that underground London drill scene. Um, but this is a star-studded debut album from uh, the North London rapper Edna. His mother um, passed away when he was three, and he vowed naming his first album after her. 
Um, he has quickly become one of the hottest artists pushing forward this drill sound scene. Um, Edna brings a wide range of beats, flows, features from UK legends like Skepta, Bugsy, Ad, Stormzy, and more from like U.S. moguls like Drake and Future, which were big surprises for me, especially Future. You know, you know Drake's gonna sneak onto that. Uh, <laughs> UK drill scene. Uh, he can't get enough of it, but Future of was course. a big surprise for me. Uh, but yeah, really impressive debut from one of Britain's rising stars. Uh, Bumpy Ride has been my most played song this past week. Uh, yeah. With M. Huncho. Yeah. I can't get uh, enough of it. A certified banger, if you will. Um, that's right. Well, that's great. Um, moving on from uh, from hard hard-hitting underground UK rap to a uh, sad boy, uh, heart-wrenching um, uh, synth pop with uh, Laney's new album, their sophomore LP, or I guess this is their third LP now, actually, uh, Mama's Boy. Um, this is coming off of uh, their 2018 release with Malibu Nights, which was, um, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I was going to say it was one of my favorites, but then kind of backtracked it. It's, it, it was kind of hit or miss. Um, there were some definite duds on there. Um, but um, they've kind of been spearheading this uh, kind of um, uh, like very, uh, it's not like, it's not angsty teen pop, but it's, it's pretty, it's definitely taking a lot of, um, a lot of influence from, you know, that that kind of sound because uh, they're definitely not punk rock but um, you can definitely hear that influence uh, especially throughout this album um, there's a lot of gospel influence um, lead singer Paul Klein um, has been very vocal about his um, Christian upbringing um, growing up in the church and um, he threw in a lot of uh, gospel uh, choir um, some some organ leads as well uh, some highlights on here for me you definitely a standout um, I still talk to Jesus. That's a, that's a good one as well. Talking about his upbringing, um, and just like his battle with drug abuse. And, uh, I think this is their best one to date. Um, their, their debut, uh, self-titled LP was, um, all over the map. Malibu Nights was a really nice coming of, coming of age album for them. And I think this is, this is an album that's, uh, that's, um, uh, that has Laney really hitting their stride. So, uh, excited to see, uh, you know, the sound that they continue to push. I, I think I liked this a lot more than their last one because it kind of showed a range of versatility in terms of the lyricism, uh, you know, versus the, uh, their last LP, um, songwriting ability of, of Paul was, was definitely on full display, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed this. Nice. Our next album is The New OK by The Drive-By Truckers, a rock band based in Athens, Georgia, a Randy Erickson wreck. Thanks, Dad. Um, this nice. is an album born out of just the pessimism and despair of 2020. Lots of references to current events, including COVID, the Black Lives Matter movement, and the smoke and fires we experienced here on the West Coast uh, as the lead singer Patterson Hood now lives in Portland, Oregon. I thought they, they he had some really introspective thoughts and things to say about all these events, and I, I, I just thought it was a really good album. He's He's got this 
really unconventional, raspy, soft voice that really grew on me. I like how the album was composed, a nice balance of pace. There were some songs that really rocked and then some softer, slower songs. Um, I liked it on first listen, but yesterday and today, I gave it my second and third listens, and it really grew on me. So Always hits on the third listen. Enjoying this one. Yep, that's always, right. Always. Um, well, moving on from there, um, we, uh, we're going to go with um, Joji's new release, um, Nectar, which uh, I think Corey and I both agree that this was, uh, um, I, think it, I think it's his best. Wouldn't you agree with that, his best album? Yeah, I mean, Ballads won... I think was considered his debut album, but it, it, it didn't even really feel like a complete album. Yeah. And it was yeah, kind a lot of, lot more of loose tracks. It, it was shorter too, so. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is technically his sophomore LP. I think you're right. But yeah. I think you're right. It's an improvement. Yeah. Um, but Nectar, I mean, I, I, I was pretty blown away. I mean, I'm a Joji fan um, uh, uh, just in general, uh, especially after Ballads 1. I mean, so many standout tracks on there uh slowly dancing in the in the dark r.i.p come through uh attention just to name a couple there but um nectar was a definitely a more cohesive listen um from front to back um really really enjoyed some of the features on here yachty comes through with a surprising uh fun guest feature um that i was i was definitely not anticipating on a joji album benny on Afterthought, um, that's probably my favorite mm. feature on the entire record. Yves, uh, two more, uh, uh, also makes an appearance. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you've been bumping with that 88 Rising fam for, for a while, um, you know, this is, a, uh, this is a can't miss. Yeah, I think I, I, I disagree on some of the features, and I thought there was some filler, but... There's so many tracks on here. I mean, Afterthought, Mr. Hollywood, Like You Do, Normal, Normal People, Your Man. Ooh, just says the tone for the whole album. Come on, these are all just mega hits in my head. So I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. Uh, next we have From yep. a King to a yep. God Absolutely. by Conway the yep. Machine. Um, another Griselda release, the busiest label in hip hop right now. Um, from King to a God is Conway's best work to date, in my opinion. The Buffalo rapper has this flow that somehow feels so sharp, but also it's slurred. I know that's an oxymoron, um, but he tells street tales of pain and hardening. Uh, the chip on his shoulder is evident as he makes it clear he thinks he can rap, outrap anyone. Um, this just may top his brother's Pray for Paris album that I raved about back in April, um, in my book at least. If anyone cares, <laughs> but I care, dude. I really like this one. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. I mean, I didn't really know much about um, uh, much of Conway's discography uh, before this one. Like, I had heard a couple tracks, but I don't think I, I listened to an entire. Uh, album from front to back from him and um uh i really like this one uh there's i really i don't know i don't necessarily agree but i really appreciated the interludes that he had 
uh, sprinkled in with like, I don't know who that is on the back end talking about like how Conway is like the, what does he say? It's like, he, he's like the, he, he's talking about how Conway is the most lyrical, yeah. like the, the most talented, the yeah. most like off the top rapper. And I, th- I think it was like one of their Griselda mates. I don't know. It, it's a family affair for Conway's Westside Gun's brother, and then Benny the Butcher, I believe, is their cousin. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. For some reason, that just like made the album more, uh, in like it just added uh, that like kind of bravado, I guess you could say, to the album. Like it just had that like it just oozed like confidence. I don't know. I, I really liked it. I thought it added a lot. Um, and I mean that confidence definitely comes through. I think so. Um, uh, yeah, so moving on from, uh, Conway, uh, Sufjan Stevens, um, dropped a new LP, The Ascension. Um, Sufjan, uh, he, the, I think the last, I mean, he's been, you know, dropping like singles, having some features, um, throughout, it feels like a while ago, uh, since he last dropped a, an LP and it, you know, um, I think it has been uh, a while as, in terms of like, you know, just like a, like a complete album like this. But um, I think this is my favorite Sufian album that I've heard. Uh, I really, I remember I really liked um, Carrie and Lowell when I first heard it. Um, I think that's kind of like the go-to Sufian album. Um, but I, I, I really like this one. Um, Run Away With Me, definitely a standout. Uh, Video Game was a great single. Um, America, that was that was a, a, a Corey pick a couple weeks ago. That one's super powerful. Um, yeah, anything to add to that? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I guess I do. I, I think it's just hard to do this album justice um, without speaking for hours. Because at 80 minutes, it's just this whirlwind it is of long. It sounds is long. and emotions and themes. Yeah. And I, I think I'll need to be in a very specific mood to listen to this in the future. I agree um, with that. But, man, his, his, his ability to recreate his sound and get into the listener's mind is unmatched in my mind. I say that as a relatively new uh, Sufian fan. Um, but, For yeah. Sure. The title track and Jack's run with away with me pick both just t- take me somewhere oh, to another they, space and time. They sure do. They sure do. Um, but yeah, not a, not a album to just casually throw on. I don't think. No, certainly not. I would not, um, I would not throw this on at a, uh, at a group bonfire, uh, for sure. Um, you gotta be in the right headspace. Like Corey said, I completely agree with that. Um, well, let's see. I think this is a nice segue to our next album, which is Fleet Foxes uh, with their new LP, Shore. Um, Fleet Foxes is coming off of uh, their, another 2018 release that um, that I really enjoyed. Um, the, oh, no, 2017, actually. 2017, my, my mistake. 2017 Back when we crack- were writing Aftermath reviews. That was, yeah, that's that's a big throwback. That was one of my favorites from, uh, from that year. Um, and... Yeah, I don't. I don't think that Shore really lived up to. Um, I mean, Crack Up was, you know, I think uh, 
that was uh, other than their self-titled album. That was that was my favorite Fleet Foxes album. Um, uh, I think just like Sufian, though, I think with Shore, you have to be in the right um, uh, setting mindset to to listen to this. I don't know if I would necessarily, you know, put this on casually because I think there's a lot there's a lot here as well. Um, it's a I little. Feel like- it, like go, go for it production wise it's their most accessible album yet though it's more accessible than crack up yeah yeah certainly crack up yeah yeah um yeah there are a few on here where you know um i think i think are a lot more accessible than than uh than the tracks that we heard on crack up like i i think uh sunblind that's a that's a that's a great example uh right there um that one is so good what's (sighs) where he pays homage to all those late great songwriters yeah yeah um and then the self the the um the title track shore i really like that one as well um maestranza yeah maestranza love 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 the production on that one yeah 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 um Let's see what else. I think that's 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 all I had to say for that. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a really good album from a very consistent band. Yeah, very um, consistent. I think I think Crack Up's been the one that's kind of stood out though because it just like they. I know we're talking about Shore, but Crack Up really like did a lot of experimentation with their their with their instrumentals, whereas Shore it kind of stuck to that traditional Fleet Foxes sound. Right. Um, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Crack Up quite. Um, I mean that one didn't qu- click as much for me. I th- yeah, I, 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 I know that. Yeah. I, I, I might even prefer this one, but yeah, I like them both. Yeah. Next we have Savage Mode Two, uh, by Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin. Hey, talk about accessible. Huh? Their, <laughs> talk about accessible. The Morgan Freeman intro into Running will go down as the hardest thing I've ever heard. Um, I, I, I didn't like the softer moments on this one in like RIP love and Mr. Right now with Drake. Um, those were kind of lowlights for me, but otherwise I thought this was a brilliant album that I I didn't know they were capable of. And they covered a lot more sounds than I expected. You like Mr. Right Now. Well, no, I was I was going to say Mr. Right Now is like a like a huge fan favorite. Of course, I mean it's got Drake on there, like it's going to be a hit. But like it's a he, I've been seeing fans rave about that. I mean, I like it. I know I know you're you think it's one of the weaker moments, um, but people are I do. really really digging it. Uh, yeah, having Morgan Freeman on there gets me fired up each and every time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I like this one a lot. Yeah, um, running. I think, uh, I think I texted you right when I right when I heard this. I could not believe. Uh, not only did they get Morgan Freeman on the intro and like throughout like a bunch of these interludes, um, but I mean, goodness gracious, like uh, the 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 lead bass when running comes in gives me so much life. It's, uh, it's just great. Uh, many men, another, another standout, uh, slide in, 
uh let's see said and done was was huge stepping on um that's kind of a, a nice uh a, a tribute to easy wouldn't you think sounds that like one sounds reminds, like boys in the hood it does it really sounds does. like that boys beat. in the hood boom, 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 yeah yeah i, I just wanted him i to like cruise I, down the street I really in like six that. four dude and then uh yeah. um uh morgan's morgan freeman's interlude on snitches and rats oh my god made my hair stand up to be honest with you that was morgan's best best moment on the album oh my god i i almost just put that interlude on the playlist even though there was no music on it (laughs) (laughs) i really did oh yeah i wouldn't have blamed you at all oh gosh yeah well next yeah next we have uh boldy james this is a this is uh Corey uh throwback kind of of uh 2020 Kind of. This is Manger on McNichols by Boldy James and Sterling Tolls. The Detroit duo actually dropped this back in June, and I never listened to it because, well, one, it just hit streaming, and two, he had already released two albums on the year, but holy shit, this is good. Uh, Boldy's clear-cut delivery sounds so dope over Sterling's like bed of jazzy, knotted instrumentation. Boldy takes us through his tortured relationship with his mother and many other heavy topics on this masterpiece, in my opinion. I've only listened to it a few times now. It just hit streaming this past Thursday. But Boldy has now accounted for two of my favorite rap albums this year in The Price of Tea in China and this one. Um, Unfortunately, the Versace tape does not quite live up to those two, in my opinion. But, uh, man, this one's good. I, I'm just not quite sure how good yet. TBD. TBD on that. TBD. Um, well, I guess to wrap up our, our album list um, from the last couple weeks, um, this was a, a release from last week uh, that I I didn't really know this band until um, I, I mean, I, I saw them on, on, on my Spotify that popped up and then, uh, and then a good friend of mine um, said that he's a huge Future Islands fan for me to check out the album, which I did. Uh, and that is Future Islands uh, with their new album, As Long As You Are. Um, if you're a national fan uh, with Aaron Dester and the crew, um, this is a uh, absolute uh, must listen. Um, the lead singer, uh, I mean, if, if you put this on and told me that it was the national, I wouldn't, I wouldn't second guess you. Um, and That's I'm right. a huge national fan, so I, I, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I like the majority of these songs. I wouldn't say that it's, it's one of my favorites. Like there were definitely some misses, uh, for me. I thought that, um, some of the, uh, instrumentals didn't really match, uh, the lead singer's vo- vocals. Um, and the lead singer, uh, Samuel Herring, I believe, uh, is his name. Um, I didn't really think it was, uh, it particularly matched, um, his style so much. It just felt kind of awkward in, in moments. Um, uh, but definitely I knew you was, uh, was a huge standout for sure. I really liked that one as well. Um, Moonlight. Um, yeah. So, uh, Future Islands, um, new band to look out for, at least for me. Um, if you've been rocking with Future Islands for a while, then that's, that's great. That's great. So nice. Charlie, uh, who will hopefully join us on a podcast. Shout soon, out, Charlie. Uh, Miss you. Recommended Orca, an album by Gus Dapperton that I actually really liked. It's the self-produced, quirky, 
pop record, very open and honest. I enjoyed Post Humorous and Palms. Um, not an album I'll go back to a ton, but I think, but I like those two and looking forward to his growth. Action Bronson dropped a new album only for Dolphins, and that I thought was one of his his best album in a while, maybe since Mr. Wonderful. Um, the production is all over the place with dolphin ad-libs and Latin jazz and funk and reggae. And it's, it's a wild ride at 35 minutes. Mm. Uh, and then Spillage Village, uh, they brought folk rap to Dreamville. So there's some nice verses on that one, Spillage and, but uh, I could have used just Jid and Earth Gang on most of it. Absolutely. Yep. Agree with that for sure. Um, Corey, I'm going to throw you a, cur- a curveball here as we, as we wrap up. Can't wait. Uh, one song from this week's playlist. What what do you got? What's your favorite? Is it, uh, from is it this Eddie week's or, or since our last episode? This week's that we're going to be dropping. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely Heady One. Heady One? But, right. I'm gonna, but I'm going to take advantage of this time to talk about a different song from last week's playlist, The Pink Phantom. That gorilla oh, single. Ple- yes. The gorillas yeah, please talk about haven't that. put out a bad single yet. And this one with Elton John and Black going like back and forth. Legendary. I think I think it would have been a pretty forgettable track if it was just Elton John or if it was just Black. But them going back and forth worked much better than it should have. So And also also like who thinks of that kind of collab? Elton John and and, and Black. It really shouldn't work. You know? It does. Yeah. How, what, what's yours, Jack? Uh, you just asked it because you want you want to talk about a song. What song do you no, want? No, no, I, I really wanted you to talk about uh, uh, that Heady One song um, and how you just think it just bumps. But I mean, you've already you've already touched on it. Um, it's I don't think this is necessarily my my favorite. It's it's not my favorite um, from this week's. Uh, my favorite's probably the new James Blake um, intro song. I keep calling. That's probably my favorite one. But I do want to shout out ACDC real quick. Uh, for dropping a new single uh these guys are in their upper 70s early 80s and they're still rocking wait are they really yeah <laughs> i didn't realize it was Ang- that. angus young yeah. who is the lead guitarist is i believe 76 jeez um and i mean like love them or hate them they've stuck with their sound and it still sounds crisp i think um i grew up on acdc so this was kind of a nostalgic uh moment for me um so uh they've got a new album coming out power up uh i don't know about the release date um but i've been been getting a bunch of ads for it since i've just been going back to through my through, through my acdc <laughs> discography um very nice so anyway with that um i think i think that's about it right yeah we're gonna be back soon i i'm, I'm gonna I'm going to commit to that. I think we're going to be back next week. If not next week, in the next at least weeks. in the next one. No, we, 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 we have some features, some guest features lined up. Um, you might hear Charlie. You might hear a special surprise. Um, but That's right. Isopod has some big, big things coming. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning Huge in. Plan and for, the, for the year, for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep note. Yeah. Cool. Until next time. How do I end these things again? <laughs> <laughs>